Hi, everyone. Welcome. Welcome to my very first webinar. I'm so glad you guys are all here. And let me just grab my glasses real quick so I can read whatever I need to read. So in this very first webinar, we are going to just jump right into it and we are going to do or I am going to share with you everything that I can uh, that I have learned as a psychic or being a psychic for over the last 40 years and helping people with so many uh, different fronts of their lives. And we're going to get into all of that in future webinars. But in this webinar, we are going to get straight to the relationship and the love thing because this is probably the number one reason that people actually have been reaching out to me mostly. This is pretty much, yeah, the number one thing. So um, I guess one of the biggest things you would probably uh, want to know here is how we get into trouble in our relationships like when something is when something when stuff really goes wrong okay and we find ourselves in circumstances in relationships where um we get into a relationship things are going really well and the minute you start to feel confident and secure in the relationship, something triggers and the rug gets pulled right from under you. Okay. And it happens over and over and over again. And you're changing yourself so much to, you know, thinking that you might be the cause as to why this relationship is not working out. Okay. Um, and you keep changing and changing and readjusting to try to do whatever you can to make a relationship work with someone that you truly care about. And no matter, it seems that no matter what you try to do, you just keep finding yourself in the same predicament. Now, there are multiple ways that negative energy can enter into a person's romantic life. And uh, one of the ways and one of the mistakes that we make is because we've been hurt and disappointed so many times in the past, we start to become very guarded, very guarded in a relationship. We're kind of uh, setting ourselves up for failure by having an expectation of yet another failure, okay? So when we're expecting the worst, that energy actually starts drawing in uh, bad energy, okay? Yeah, because if that's the way you feel and this is what you think is gonna happen, guess what? You're kind of willing that in. And by you feeling so guarded in a relationship, what starts to happen is you're going to remain quiet because now in, on a date or whatever, 
you're acting uh, or kind of being more like an investigator where you just want to do more listening than talking. But what ends up happening is that the other person ends up mirroring exactly what it is that you're doing. And then it starts going nowhere as a result. So having uh, trust issues is going to, and this is one of the big mistakes, need almost constant reassurance. Okay. You want the reassurance that you're not wasting your time. You want the reassurance uh, that this person has the best of intentions. Uh, you want reassurance uh, that there's not going to be any infidelity. I mean, whatever the case may be, you know, whatever it is um, that you, th you think uh, that you're fearful of, you want to make sure, or for that, the, the partner to, uh, assure you that these things are not going to happen. And then when they start doing it, you still don't believe. Okay. And this is because we've become jaded because of negative experiences that we've had in the past. And that puts the other person in a position to try to give you the constant reassurance. And then the relationship starts to feel heavy to the other person. And it starts to feel burdensome. And uh, they kind of feel trapped or feel like they could never satisfy you or can't meet up to your expectations, okay? And if something like that goes on for too long of a period of time, it's only a matter of time before that relationship ends because, like I said, we are drawing this negative energy to ourselves. It's putting us in a negative and dark mindset and we're expecting the worst, okay? So that's the one big mistake, needing constant reassurance. Number two, prove your love. Okay, how can, in reality, let's think about it, someone really prove their love? How can someone really give us the reassurance that nothing is going to go wrong. How can the other person be assured that you're not going to be the one to, uh, to, you know, change your mind about the relationship and move on to be with someone else or just simply decide that this is not the person you want to be with. For example, let's say, you know, you're on a date with someone that you care for or whatever, and this is a, a potential commitment uh, in the works. Who's to say that you're not going to meet you? I'm talking about you. Meet someone else tomorrow and decide you want to end that and go with this new person. In love, there are no guarantees. At some point, you will have to roll the dice and take a chance because in reality at the end of the day no matter how much reassurance they try to give you 
if you've got that in your heart, you've got that in your mind, there's nothing that this other person can really do to really and truly make you feel confident and secure that nothing is ever going to go wrong. Okay? Because in relationships, especially if they're serious relationships, stuff starts to go wrong. It's very likely that things will go wrong. But uh, if you're the right per if you're with the right person and this is in fact your soulmate, then you're going to be able to overcome. So that's one sign that you are in fact with your soulmate. And it's going to be the endurance. Your soulmate is going to not cut ties with you for any reason, okay? Unless it's like this continual, like I said, wanting constant reassurance and being insatiable, okay? Even the soulmate would run for the hills under those circumstances. So please keep that in mind. And like I said, the other one is to prove their love. Well, if you loved me, you would have done, you would have done this, that, and the other. If you loved me, it wouldn't have went that way. It would have went this way. Okay. So there's really no way to tell. Everybody has their own idea and their own opinion of what it means to love another person and they have different ways of expressing it. Okay. So it's not always what you expect. So to, for a person to prove their love and for you to dictate uh, what that person should be doing if they truly loved you, that's another way of opening up the door to a negative energy and getting a relationship uh, off to a bad start, okay? Number three, the mistake that we made or that we make is that are you in love with the person that's in front of you or are you in love with the person that you think this person could be next year or what this person could be three to five years from now. Okay. Some people are in love with the person's pot future potential or potential, but not what they see in front of them. Not good. Okay. That is definitely not uh, a good thing to do. Um, to not be in love with what you've got in the present. Because if you're only in love with the person that you think they can be, then that's not it. Okay, so these are, these are the three big mistakes that many people make in relationships. Okay. So, um, like I said, and then let's get into how, how do we know that we are in fact 
with the soulmate. Okay, a lot of people wonder. That's like another number one question. Is this person my soulmate? How can I tell? Okay. So like I said, they don't get ticked off easily. And that applies to you and the other person. It's a want and a willingness because the troubles will come. They happen to everybody, the best of us. Okay. But when it's a soulmate, we don't run. Okay. We don't feel that heaviness, or maybe we do feel the heaviness and the burden of it, sure, because it's a problem. We've, we're going to face problems when we're in a committed or serious relationship. So I have to X that out and just say that we have the stamina and the strength to see the relationship through, okay, the want and the willingness to work it out. Okay, that is definitely one sign of a person being your soulmate. The other sign of a person being your soulmate is when you are around this person, there's a sense or a feeling of comfort, a feeling of this is where I belong. I belong with this person. I'm comfortable. Uh, I don't feel overexcited. I don't feel like puppy love or that thrill of the physical attraction or the sexual attraction. It's just the connection. It basically feels like home. Okay. When this person is actually your soulmate, that's, that's the feeling that you're going to get. And you're not going to be afraid. Fear is not going to be the equation. When it's your soulmate, you shouldn't feel the feeling of fear that you will lose this person, okay? That's not going to happen either. But let's talk about some exceptions to the rule. Let's talk about what can get in the way. What negative energies can get in the way that could prevent us from having the happiness and the fulfilled relationships that we want to have? And is there anything that we can do to stop it? Okay, that's, that's I guess, the big, the big thing. What can we do about these troubled relationships? And Sometimes it's not always the obvious stuff because I believe that if it's the general average stuff that you're going through, uh, difficult times in a relationship that probably your friend is going through or your cousin is going through or you remember hearing stories about your mother going through it, then you'll probably know what to do. Okay, you'll probably be able to handle this on your own without any outside help. But sometimes, and uh, probably a lot more than you actually think, negative energies can interfere with the progress of a relationship with a soulmate. So 
that leads us to how does that happen? Um, multiple ways. There are multiple ways that um, this kind of thing can happen. Sometimes there's a negative karma, something that's coming from a past life, some kind of traumatic event that you have experienced in a past life that has carried on over into this life. That's one way that something like that can happen. Um, the other way that something like that can happen is some kind of negative experience or traumatic event from this lifetime in your past. So for example, let's say you've had abuse. Let's say you were in a relationship where there was physical abuse, emotional abuse, abuse, or some, maybe you got connected to a narcissist or something like that. I mean, there are multiple uh, possibilities that uh, could have happened as far as traumatic experiences. And we all have a certain kind of reaction to them. And if we don't work on getting healed from it, and we let this negative experience sort of like uh, fester in us, or um, kind of marinade in us, <laughs> for lack of some better words. And, and we're not doing anything to heal ourselves, help ourselves, seeking out therapy, counseling, or, you know, even seeking spiritual help to try to recover and move past this stuff. It just dwells and dwells and dwells. And it starts to affect us psychologically, emotionally, spiritually. And what starts to happen is, again, we become um, like a magnet in picking up negative energies, okay? And those negative energies, I'll give you one example um, there's a, th a thing called a Dybbuk spirit, for example, and this is a Dybbuk spirit is actually, um, sometimes it's a person who has been deceased and never went to, to go on to be in heaven or go to the light. And they're kind of just waddling around. And what happens is, is that it, it looks for a place to go and, and it's kind of, you know, needing somewhere to turn. And sometimes this can actually be a negative spirit, a negative ghost, a bad spirit. Sometimes it can uh, be a demon that does happen. And what happens is, is that this negative that you're going through, if it's going on for years, and believe me, that kind of thing happens, then this negative spirit or this lost spirit can attach itself to another human being. I don't know how many people watch the, uh, what's the name of it? The, uh, the channel, the travel channel, 
where they're talking about house hauntings and possessions and things like that. But it actually happens just like that to a lot of people. But there's that's one example as to how it can enter. Like I said, if you're if you had a negative or traumatic event and you're not healing or moving forward from it for years and it just dwells and it kind of sits there dormant or whatever. Like I said, this bad spirit or bad energy will start to, you're kind of calling upon that without being conscious. And then it enters and it kind of takes control. And what happens is, is that the soulmate or the potential future love or whatever the case may be starts feeling the energy of that instead of your energy. And that is something that will definitely drive another person away, like a, like a partner or a soulmate or whatever, because they will pick up on that negativity. They will pick up on that darkness and, uh, they can even feel that negative energy in your, in the home, in the environment. Okay. And, uh, let me see is that there's generational stuff that happens that passes down from the parents, from, from one generation to another, that happens. And all of the stuff that I'm bringing up to you right now, um, it, it all makes sense both logically and spiritually. And when stuff starts to make sense logically and spiritually, that means something. Okay. And you should even know by your own personal experience. So how do we work on this? How do we fix this? How do we make sure that this kind of thing doesn't happen to us? And if it has happened to us already, is there a solution to the problem? Absolutely. Absolutely. There's a solution to the problem. There is stuff that, of course, you can do for yourself. And I'm going to get into that for you. Absolutely. There's stuff that you can do. There is help that you can seek in getting that done. I happen to be one of the people that do offer that service and work on clearing people out of this kind of negative stuff that affects people in their romantic life. And, you know, it's not only love and romance, it can be many areas, but the topic of the, this webinar here is about, uh, your love life. And I do intend to get into future webinars about other stuff that goes on as well. So you should definitely be subscribed to my newsletter to get notifications, but we'll talk about all of that at the end of this. So vulnerability, obviously, is or what I'm trying to get across to you is that if you are feeling spiritually weak and not spiritually strong, this attracts negative energy. If there's a lot of jealousy around you, 
and you don't have like any sort of escape from it, that can bring negative energy. When you surround yourself with negative people, that can bring on a negative energy. I mean, there are so many ways that this kind of thing can enter into a person's life. And not everybody's story is the same. Uh, I mean, I can go on and on and on about how many ways a negative energy can enter into a person's life. And I'm sure that you can probably think of one or two at least, but they do happen. And uh, like I said, this is why it's so important to be spiritually strong because that is definitely going to be a big part of keeping you protected from negative energy entering into your life. The stronger you are spiritually, the less likely something like this can happen to you. The, if you're healed and you're well, and you, you're you know, getting yourself together and you have an optimistic attitude or an attitude of gratitude, that is going to help to get rid of this negative energy. Any spiritual practice will absolutely protect you from catching this negative energy because bad energy and, and negativity and darkness can be as contagious as this COVID virus. It, it really can. Uh, actually, I should make a little webinar. <laughs> Maybe that is what this is right now. Uh, talking about things that you can do to keep yourself safe from it. That is exactly what this webinar is all about. Um, so like I said, being spiritually strong, any type of spiritual practice, if you're religious, then you should follow whatever your religion tells you to practice. Practicing is important. You know, a lot of us can feel, uh, spiritual inside of ourselves, but when we're not putting it out into the universe, then uh, it, it doesn't mean a whole lot, you know, uh, being spiritual and, uh, and use doing something with it. Like I feel that spirituality and faith is kind of like, these are action words. You have to put this stuff into motion. You have to put it into action. Um, uh, whatever that may be to you. I personally do not belong to religion. Uh, a lot of there are a lot of people like me. I am spiritual. I believe in all things. I believe that all things are possible. So I know there are a lot of you that are just like me, but I believe that you know there's a lot of good in, in lots of religions. Uh, actually, I believe in all of it. So this is why I don't, you know, belong to one section. I believe that all of it is true. If, if just, uh, you know, you can't believe this or that without believing that the rest is also, uh, there as well. So, um, uh, 
any type of practice, like I said, will help you be protected. And uh, not just in, in love and romance and all of that, but in pretty much every front of your life. Okay, practice. But a lot of people don't know exactly what to do. Okay, so let's talk about having an attitude of gratitude. How important that is. Um, when we really sit down and count our blessings, which, you know, sometimes we do maybe once a year on Thanksgiving, but what if we thought about it every day? How often do we take out the time, honestly, to think about how blessed we are? I mean, ask yourself the question. On the daily, it's more likely that you're thinking about all the stuff that you're lacking and not enough about the things that you do have. Like I said, how blessed you actually are. And uh, so one good thing to do is to count your blessings. And I'm going to tell you how to do that daily in a moment. But before I get into all of that, I do want you to know that good energy, happiness, and all the good stuff that we want, all of what we need, all begins inside. It's all in here. Okay. A lot of us have a tendency of thinking that everything that we want, everything that we hope for is all about outside factors. Like, well, I can't be happy. Now listen to how this sounds. I can't be happy unless I'm with this person. That's the only way I'm going to be happy is if me and so-and-so are married. You know, I'm just saying random things for argument purposes. I could never be happy or feel fulfilled if I don't land that job. I could never be happy. See, you're placing what you're doing is placing conditions on your happiness. No, you don't have to wait for this, that, and the other. You can be happy now. Right now, you can do that. You have everything you need is within, okay? When you're happy, when you're healed, and when you're on the right path, and when you're spiritually strong, you are happy here on the inside. Your spirit is smiling, okay? And all of what's going on on the inside will start to radiate. That energy will start to radiate, literally, which is the positive energy, will radiate to the outside. And once that positive energy starts going out of you, coming out of you because it lives with you, and starts radiating outward, guess what happens? 
it starts to have a positive impact on everything around you. And this is when all of that good stuff starts to come back. This is how we land the job. This is how we get together with the soulmate and live happily ever after. This is how success, peace of mind, and happiness begin. It's got to start here. It's from here going out, not the other way around. There is no depending at all on outside factors to make us happy. Happiness is something you have already. You have just been, for whatever reason, unable to tap into it. Right? So, and I know, I know you're listening, and I know that a lot of you that are listening agree completely with what I'm saying. Okay? Because, well, well let's think about this for a moment before I get into all the practicing and instructions as to the stuff that you can do to make your life better. Um, so, you know, if you're feeling dark, if you're feeling negative, if you have like, if you're guarded, if you have all these trust issues, if you're needing constant reassurance, if you have low self-esteem, if you're always feeling insecure, of course that energy is pushing all of what's what you're wanting away from you. Okay? And if you can, you know, get into a position to be happy on the inside and feel good on the inside and have that confidence and have that good self-esteem, okay? People, this, this mag, this draws all the right people to you. This brings good fortune. This brings good energy. Of course it is because you are bringing light into the world. And when you're bringing light into the world and light in your environment and in your surroundings, the universe rises up to support you because you are on the correct path. Okay, that's what's happening. So let us move forward with uh, some instructions that are going to help you achieve that inner happiness. Okay, so, so we have one of these here. Excuse me, just a moment. We got really close to the camera. So here I have an amethyst crystal. Okay. So an amethyst crystal is about peace, love, and happiness. Uh, calm, basically. Good vibes. So I have one of these, and you should have one of these too. But it doesn't have to be this kind. It can actually be any kind. It can be a quartz crystal. It can be a rose quartz crystal. It can be an obsidian crystal, which is wonderful. That is actually the uh, dark black crystal, which actually protects us from negative energy. I actually have one around, but not in front of me at the moment. But I will in my next webinar 
uh, show you what one of those look like, or I'm sure you can look for it online. It's very, very deep black. But right now we've got this amethyst one. So what I'm going to go ahead and tell you to do and what I do every day, and so can you, is in the morning, before anything, before anything, this should be on your nightstand, okay? And what you should be doing with this is every morning, think of two things that you feel grateful for. every single day now if they have to be the same two things over and over or if you have so many blessings and god bless you if you do that you can think of two different things every day for the rest of your life then go for it but you definitely need to realize how blessed you actually are daily okay that's what you need to do. The other thing, and like I said, every morning, every morning, that is a, a good thing to do. So let us talk about intention candles for a moment. I wonder how many of you actually know what that is. Okay, so I have one here. I actually make these candles for my clients. So this is one, and this says here, 2021 uh happiness love and peace okay so this is what we call an intention candle and i'll show you another one right here the hand of god is right here okay that's what that is it's a hamsa and this is also an intention candle and like I said, I make these for the people that I work for all the time, you know, helping them the way I'm trying to help you as well in this webinar, because we all need a little help. We all need a little encouragement and we all need a little instruction, especially at a crazy time like this. But there is an upside to all of this. We have time, you know. A lot of us are having time to take a step back and we can use this time to work on ourselves. It doesn't have to all be doom and gloom. Think of it as an opportunity. So how do we use these intention candles anyway? Okay, so these are the biggest ones, but you are, and if you want any of these, I'll tell you at the end of this webinar. But, uh, these are probably easier. These are tapered candles, and these are probably a lot easier for you to get a hold of. Or, you know, use whatever. And uh, I like to call these intention candles because that's what people call them. And the reason that we call them that is because we want it to help us manifest. Okay? We want to pray over this candle. We want to do what is called dress this candle. We want to put our intentions into this candle and we want it to, like I said, manifest for us. There is power. Don't forget it. There is power in prayer. That is another thing that we can do every day. What we can do every day is pray. We can pray and work our, on our intentions and work to manifest. So what we do is we take our candle, okay, 
And then we get like our favorite essential oil, and a lot of us love lavender. Now, actually, you can just find this, believe it or not, some essential oils at Rite Aid, which I just have recently discovered. So I have some of that in my hand, just like this. So this is the essential oil, and I'm rubbing it into my hands just like this. And what we do is we take our candle and we start putting this oil on to our candle. Okay, so when we burn it, we are going to get that beautiful fragrance. And aromatherapy also works. Like I said, I believe in all things. And if you were me, so would you. <laughs> you would definitely be a believer too. So like I said, uh, this is what we do with the oil. So what we're going to do while we're Rubbing this oil onto the candle is we're going to be thinking about what it is that we want it to manifest for us. So I'm just using this as an exercise right now. So what I want it to do for us is to bring all of us and whoever is watching this webinar right now to bring us peace, happiness, joy, and contentment for the year 2021 and for years to come. This is what I want this candle to manifest. We want good energy. We wanna have success, peace of mind, happiness, love, commitment with our soulmate, we wish to be cleansed and cleaned from all of this negative energy. We wish for our homes to be clean and cleared of any negative energy. And then what we're going to do after we did that for a few minutes. Now, you guys really have to put your heart into this, okay? because the power is within us. It, we have spirit in us, okay? And we need to exercise it just like anything else. So what we're gonna do from there is we're gonna set our candle however which way, and we are going to be staring into the base of the flame. Just like this. And I am going to start to visualize and feel that everything that I have put, meaning the energy and what I want, that I, the energy that I put into this candle and what I want it to manifest is coming to fruition. And that it is going to be successful. And that the flame ex it itself is actually clearing any obstacles away burning away darkness, burning away any negative spirits, any sadness, any unhappiness, any blockages, anything I might be doing 
that is self-sabotaging that I don't even realize. We wanted to clear the path. I wanted to clear the path for everyone here on this webinar, here and now. We want to also pray. Please repeat after me and let us pray and say, I believe and I have faith that through God, all things are possible. Any negative, bad energy, blockages from past life, generational, this world, any other dimensions that are having a negative impact on our lives, we pray that the angels from heaven come down and place a hedge of protection around all of us. Amen. I'm going to focus on this prayer a little longer. And I hope you felt that energy just as much as I did just now. Now, another thing that is wonderful to use is this right here. And this is holy wood. It's called holy wood. It's called Palo Santo. And uh, this actually also helps to drive out any negative energy. So you're going to pretty much use it as a, like a sage smudge. You know, it's not always sage, okay? Rosemary works, basil works, of course the sage works, Palo Santo, holy wood works. So we just burn it. And I want to be able to tell you how to go ahead and use this. Now, I, uh, I have all these things here. Okay, so uh, we went ahead and burned it. We're just going to let it burn for a little bit, just like that. Okay. So when we're, we're doing uh, smudging, we are supposed to have a window or a door, at least a little crack open. I know it's cold out there, so we don't want to open stuff up all the way. So just a crack open is plenty good because what we want to do, we don't want to do a smudge or anything like this and not have, or to have that negative energy, not to have some place to go. It has to be driven out of, out of the home and it has to be going somewhere. So this is why it's so important to uh, have a window or a door cracked open when you do that. Because if you're not doing that, then you're just going to end up rowling things up. Okay, so very important to have 
an opening somewhere. So this leaves off a little smoke, just like sage does. And you just keep relighting it. And you should go into every single room of the home. Just go right through it, okay? But all you need is to have one single window open. And of course, we have our sage here. And this is also very effective. Are there times that you should be using this instead of that? Yes, there are times you should be doing that instead of this because this is kind of like a general cleanser, okay, meaning the sage. So this is good, of course, for house blessing, but uh, rosemary, and basil, believe it or not, because a lot of people don't talk that much about it, sage is very popular, but uh, the rosemary and the basil is much more powerful than sage. This is only, you know, one of the things. So the Palo Santo Holy Wood is more like a, uh, not only a cleanser, but also a blesser. So this also helps to bring in negative, uh, bring in positive energy, take out negative energy. And this is just kind of like a removal, okay? So they do work differently. And there's like, oh, you know, I could just go on and on with this. And I am just gonna continue to give you guys this uh, kind of information in future webinars. So what I'm hoping to have achieved here, and I would love to hear, you know, your comments back. Um, I'm new to Zoom. This is, like I said, my very first webinar ever. Uh, what I wanted to do or what I'm looking to achieve here is I want to give you guys the ability and the power to have as much information as I can share for you to be able to also help yourselves, okay? Uh, the objective is, yes, I will help you in every way that I can until you can kind of fly on your own. And uh, I always love to see you. I always love to serve you. I do love doing readings for people. The greatest gift to me is seeing the smiles on people's faces once they're feeling better. Oh my God, there is nothing better for me than that. That is truly a great reward. Um, so if you feel like maybe <clears throat> you're not ready to do your own thing or if you feel that there's something much deeper going on in your life that you need extra help with, I want you to absolutely feel free to reach out to me, okay? Uh, go to my website, psychicreadingexpert.com, okay? Email me psychicreadingexpert at gmail.com. Call me 201-953-0658 and I am more than happy to talk to you and do a reading for you 
And if there's something going on that extra help is needed, I am definitely available to serve you in every way that I can. Uh, there are some cases and some situations that the instructions that I had just given you is not going to have much of an impact if there's something much more significant going on in your life, then I definitely suggest that you reach out to me and I'll let you know what can be done. Uh, of course, if you just want to have a reading done, I'm here for you. Okay. I, I think you know where I'm at. I hope that you had uh, an opportunity to check out my Google reviews, which I just want to say if any of you that have left these wonderful reviews are in this webinar right now, I love you. Thank you so much. I, I've always uh, been so grateful for you guys doing that for me. It means a lot. And I think it means a lot to the other people that need to feel comfortable and confident into seeing a new psychic. So uh, we have so many things available for you. Uh, before COVID, we were doing meditation classes in here. We were doing uh, learning how to do tarot in here. Uh, we had like a bunch of stuff going on and then COVID came up. So now we're trying to move it all to webinar because I don't want you to miss out on stuff that you could absolutely use. I mean, who can't use a little bit of good advice and some spiritual uh, help in their love life, right? I think that this has gone pretty good uh, for the first time. I also want to let you know, if you want to have a reading, we also have a psychic website called psychicreadingstoday.com. And we have a new lovely psychic there or on the site. And her name is Linda Ray, beautiful lady, wonderful psychic, very accurate. And she's going to be doing some webinars as well in the near future. But she is currently available to do phone readings on psychicreadingstoday.com. So, you know, the webinar that I've done here, like I said, these are... These are things that all of us can use, all of us. But as I mentioned earlier, we are all different. We're all going through some different kinds of things. Um, and if you need extra help, extra guidance, then you should be having a reading done so we can be able to dig into all of that and uh, see what the best uh, plan is considering your situation. So thank you so much for joining me in my first webinar. Um, I so appreciate you. I do look forward to giving you some more webinars. I want to do a forecast for you in the near future. I want to talk more about love and relationships and and, and stuff that we can do to fix stuff. I want to show you how to do house blessings. I have so much in store. <laughs> I have lots of plans and so does Linda Ray. So go check it out, psychicreadingstoday.com. Check out Linda Ray, she's a new psychic on board or have a reading done by any of those psychics, they're all wonderful. Thank you so much.
and I wish all of you the best of luck.